Welcome back, everyone, and the First Intent Podcast. You know, on today's agenda, we have franchise tag. You know, it's coming to a close. The deadline is, what, six days away, so less than a week. Yeah. And about to go over who's getting tagged, who we, who we think should not play on it, what should they do. Pretty much all was going on in that boat, so... Let's just jump right into it. So, right now, I'm on NFL.com. And I'm looking at their 101 ranked free agents, right? So, I'm going to just go down the list. I'm obviously not about to do all 101. That's too long. I mean, I guess first and foremost, you should, you know, just talk about that. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I was, I was, um, I was gonna say that it's just you know, it's some, it's some other guys we definitely gonna have to get to. But yeah, that's cool. Dak, when it comes to him, it it's basically a Kirk Cousins situation all over again. They they could have got him last year. For some reason, he didn't reach a deal. Tagged him. Now it looks like he's about to get tagged again. I think the worst outcome of this whole thing, I think the difference between this and the Kirk Cousins situation is Dak is easily a better quarterback worth the money, you know? At least at this time. Kirk back then, it was kind of like, mm, not really sure is he the guy who's going to lead your team to the promised land and all that? At least with Dak, it's a little bit different. I mean, he's proven that he can lead his team to more than what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the biggest mistake that Dallas is doing is, like, I mean, like you said, last year they shouldn't they should have got it done because if you get it done last year, you have them around that thirty five to $38 million range per year instead of now, I mean, right behind Patrick Mahomes, you're looking at 40-plus. Like, are you willing to give him that much? Mm. That's the crazy part about it because I don't think I'd give Dak 40. I mean, Dak has all the leverage in the world with this because getting tagged again, He's literally getting like what thirty-eight million off the bat, right? Yeah. So, in his case, I mean, two years, over seventy million earned, guaranteed, just like that. So obviously, then, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna play hardball with this. And then after this upcoming year, he does get tagged. There's no way they can tag him again for a third time. So now he gets 70-plus mil guaranteed two years, and then he goes to a whole different team his third year because there's no way they're going to be able to sign him in. But I definitely do feel like Dallas will. They they definitely will tag him because if they don't, I mean, they they're in a position to get a quarterback in the draft, but what's the likelihood of them really – doing that you know we haven't 
I haven't seen we haven't seen Dallas take a quarterback like in the first round in a long time. This is Aikman. And I mean, I remember you I know you remember the speculations about Johnny Manziel and all that back then. Like even then they didn't do it. So it's just like you can't lose your you can't lose your quarterback. Either you get the deal done and everything's good, or you let them walk. And and I think what's really like what makes no sense to me is you paid Zeke when he still ha- he still had years on his rookie deal, but you paid him and his holdout. But with Dak, it's a different story. Zeke, Cool, Lawrence. Honestly, the Jalen Smith one is the one that surprises me the most. It's surprising, but I think I think the Zeke one is the one I'm just stuck on because of you know how easy it is to replace running backs and how hard it is to find quarterbacks. Yeah. Like even like even now, even looking at the running backs in free agency, it's like, do you want to pay them big dollars? I mean, you can easily just keep getting running backs every single year. Keep them on rookie deals. Honestly, I, if the only time I would really give a running back big money is if I was one of the type of teams that has, like, just a lot of money in cap space, like 70, 60, 80-plus type money in cap space, young roster. I have a young QB, and I'm just trying to surround them with talent. I wouldn't mind it then. But if you're the type of team where it's, like, you don't necessarily have to pay for a free agent running back. You can just get one in the draft, just do one in the draft. That's four years right there of good production. And then hopefully by the time his deal is up, you sign him. If not, it's going to part ways. It's the way of the league. Like It sucks that it's like that because there are some good backs out there that deserve to get paid. But when the position is so good to where all these backs just keep coming into the league undrafted, fifth-round picks, sixth-round picks, seventh-round picks, and you don't have to draft them in the first round and really pay them, it's like the value of the position, it, it, it is what it is. But when it comes to a quarterback, you, you, we, we see what an elite QB play does to teams. You can't lose that. And, you can't. And, like, just look at, I mean, Dak, before he got hurt, I mean, even though they had a losing record. He, he, was, li- <laughs> he was literally carrying the team. He was literally carrying the Literally team. the only reason they were losing games was because of their defense. Their offense was the number number one in the league. And he was a big part of that. <laughs> so. Yeah, honestly, he was playing his best ball so far in his career before he got yeah. hurt. So it's just like to, like to not pay him would just be ridiculous. But I can, I can, the tag is coming. I'm sure they'll do it, even though I know they want to get a deal done, but they're just not going to respect his terms. I know they're not. We all know they're not. Jerry Jones is not rocking like that. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if a long-term deal gets done. But I don't think it's going to happen.
think they're going to tag him. And if they do tag him, then it's – hope. well, not hopefully, because I want Dak out of Dallas. It's like how I'm feeling with Wentz out of Philly. Don't have to terrorize my team no more. So if I just have to deal with Dak for one more year because Jerry Jones wants to be a dickhead and keep tagging him, I'll suffer one more year with Dak. And then he'll be gone the next because Jerry Jones just does not know how to pay the right players. No, he don't. But to move on. That, um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, let's see. Allen Robinson. Um, tag? Hmm. I don't really see it coming. I think because I I feel like in Chicago's eyes they rather definitely lock that up. Like I feel like they're gonna tag him. Luckily for a lot of teams, because of the salary, the cap being like lower this year, the tags are a lot lower too. So, I mean, if if they do tag Robinson, it would only cost about like fifteen million. Roughly under 16. So it wouldn't be like a heavy price tag, which is why I could definitely see a lot of tags happening this offseason for the deadline. But I don't really I don't really see him getting tagged. It hasn't really been a lot of speculation about it happening. I feel like the receiver receivers who will most likely get tagged is Galladay and Godwin. Yeah, okay. So you're right. The franchise tag number for receivers is sixteen and a half mil. I might say, yeah, it's not going if this was a normal year without COVID and you know, sales, fans and stuff in stadiums and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure the tag would have been like like twenty million. Probably I was I was thinking eighteen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was twenty. I mean, yeah, I mean it's based off of like an average around the league. So yeah, it definitely would have been around that nineteen twenty, because what right now Julio is the actually no is the hop the highest paid at twenty seven per year. So. But I, I don't really see Allen Robinson getting tagged. If anything, I feel like they get a long-term deal done, potentially. But I think he's kind of made it clear that he wants to test the waters, even though he is welcome to staying in Chicago. You're right. Do you think, do you think he'll sign with a different team? I feel like he is. Yeah. Because I mean, he's he's even said he don't. I know it's because well, we all know it's because they're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, who wouldn't want to play down there now? And to even just Obviously, go back in general, Allen Robinson. I mean, he was already there. <laughs> I mean, going back home to him, just a better culture, I guess you could say. Him, DJ Chart. That'd be, a oh, nice that'd be perfect. Perfect for Trevor Lawrence to. I mean, you got James Robinson in the backfield. 
really the the missing piece of the offense is just to keep building that old line and they need a reliable tight end definitely yeah yeah i get but i could definitely but, see how to sign it with somebody else but i wouldn't be surprised if he does stay with with the bears i mean he did like the fit i feel i feel like it honestly comes down to what they do for well back <laughs> so <laughs> i guess we'll see what If Chicago starting Nick Foles in twenty twenty one September, I oh man, I would feel very bad for Chicago fans. Well, I already feel bad for Bears fans who think they can get Watson. So there's that. We're also looking at some other receivers. Right. I mean, you know, I mentioned Galladay and Godwin. I know Godwin for sure. Is staying with the Bucks. That was definitely good. He's definitely. Mm, do you feel like they're going to tag Godwin, or do you feel like they're actually going to get a long term deal? They're going to tag him, and I noticed because he doesn't even care about the tag. Like he's fine with it. He just he just wants to stay in Tampa. Understand? I mean, just winning a Super Bowl, this team. I mean, keeping the same team around, you your Super Bowl chances to re- repeat go up higher. Like, at, yeah. I mean, you had a good group of guys. And, I mean, it just makes the most sense. And it'll be year two with Brady. Year two, year two with Brady, and I mean, all and just being. I mean, I could just see them tagging him because everybody there is just like, oh yeah, pay cut, sure. I mean, like I'll do anything to bring all these guys back. <laughs> so, I Tampa Bay definitely going to tag them. And even if they don't tag them, a long-term deal would definitely get done. I don't see Godwin leaving at all. Galladay, Galladay on the other it. hand. Galladay is a 50-50 for me. I feel like they're going to tag him, but the tag and trade, I could see it. Because even though as as a receiver Galladay like is and the, like his physical abilities that he brings, I mean, I guess they're scared of what injuries. You know, if he can stay healthy, which is understandable. Like, is he worth top money for someone who has like injury history like this? But that. Is it him and Marvin Jones? They're free, right? But Marvin Jones is already—he's gone. He's leaving. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I know that. But what I mean is, do you think they would want to keep Galladay because they know Jones is gone and they need targets for golf? Because I can understand, you know, letting Marvin Jones go to free. Yeah. But Galladay is a different story. So it's like, do you think they would give him the tag knowing he would get that 16 mil? Yeah, I think they would. I mean, I look at it like this. After this year was a down year in cap, next year's cap should be a lot higher. It should be going back up again. So, like, 16 million really isn't, like, 
OC for receivers anymore, you know? Like that's it's that's like it's true. it's kind of like an average. Let's say, <clears throat> so say I get that, but but say he has another big season, yeah, year, right? And then now they have to go to negotiations with him next year. And he'll probably want twenty plus mil. Yeah. I don't think they would pay him that. So now it's like if you wouldn't pay him twenty mil now, how much do you next year, how much do you pay him now to a long term deal to avoid the franchise tag? Yeah. Cause yeah, he's getting sixteen mil this year, but then you gotta also look at next year because sixteen will be his floor. You've already given me that, and I've outperformed it. Because Galladay, the only problem with Galladay is his health. But if Galladay can play at 16, he's a top 15 receiver in the league. Probably number one at contested catches. Seems like all his catches are just 50-50 balls, and he always is on the positive side of it. Not... And that may be true, but he's also a very – he's a pretty good route runner. He's hes like the – basically, like you said, the big go-across-the-middle, high-point-the-ball type of receiver. But he can still run routes, good speed, good over the top. So – and then it's not like golf is necessarily a bad QB. And since he'll more likely than not be the best target on the team, that means best receiver on the team, that means more targets. With more targets comes better numbers and other lines right. are stuck. So I feel like if they don't sign him to a long-term deal now, he might test the market and sign somewhere else. Yeah, that is possible. I just feel like for them, the best course of action would be to at least tag and get a long-term deal done, you know? Like, yeah, security to know that we're going to keep you and we're going to sign you to something more. Like, this isn't going to be what it is and you're not going to play on it. Prove to him that, I think, you know, they'll get the jump, give him that good deal, and then He'll already be in a long term, so there is no question next year about, oh, yeah, do we pay him 20-plus or, like, 25-plus to that market? Because now everybody's going to be wanting to chase D-Hop's numbers. Would you Would you pay Kenny Galladay 18? Easily, yeah. Because even though, even though receivers is – Somewhat similar to how the running back situation is, it's still not. It really is hard to true number one receivers who can who's gonna lead your receiving corps. That 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 shit's not easy, like at all. So if you have one, you should definitely keep them. There's no question about it. And if you gotta sacrifice 18 plus, I mean you'll make it work. I mean, you know. Okay, would you pay him twenty one? Hmm. No, that's that. I'm about to say that's where we got the problem because it's just like in that range is what in the twenty plus range we have Michael Thomas and Julio, 
for sure. And I think Keenan Allen, right? Because this is basically part of the scenario I was saying earlier. Yeah. When it comes to Galladay. It's not that you would pay him 21 now. It's next year. Because unless they get someone that's either on the level of or above Marvin Jones, that would be his two. He's going to be like they're He's going to be like how Cortland Sutton was for Denver in 2019. He's going to turn into that type of target for the offense, which means he'll get about 100-plus targets for the year. And if he plays a full 16, he could definitely get 130-plus targets. And then with all those targets, that produces numbers. And now you've gone from 16 to half, He's seen how all these other receivers are getting 20, 21, 22, 23. He might want 20 to 21. Do you want to pay him that? Do you really think he's that good? Because that's top five receiver money. I might say that's a. He could he could be a top five receiver, but it's like, are you willing to give him that much of a oh man check? When you know that when you know that you're a rebuilding roster and you just took on gas golf, yeah, too. that's a that's a doozy right there. I I I don't know that extra couple million. I probably couldn't do it because. So that's why I feel like if it, when it comes to a tag, I wouldn't tag him. It's either you got to get the long term deal done. He might. He might. If if he, I would give him eighteen. I would, but that'd be my highest. It, like nineteen, we're kind of pushing it. Nineteen is like we desperate, know, desperate we, to keep him. Got, yeah, and don't get us wrong. We love you, Kenny. You're you're definitely a top fifteen, top twelve receiver in this league, but you haven't stayed healthy. I don't think he played a full 16 and 29. I'm not sure. Let me check real quick before before I go full GM mode. It looks like he played a full 16. All right. Hmm. I guess it just depends. I guess it just depends how they feel, you know. 19 still? Oh, man. I, my max, absolute max, 18 and a half, four-year deal. That rounds out to about 74 mil per over four. Probably give him about 30, 35. Yeah, I mean, plus with 20. everything going on, I mean – that type of deal right now isn't like killer. I mean, I well obviously, yeah, it is killer because you know, cap going down, it kind of hinders you just a little bit. But hey, but here here's a phrase I heard the other day. An expense it, I'm paraphrasing it because I don't remember verbatim, but an expensive contract now right. is a cheap contract <laughs> easily. <in the> <laughs> 
because 18, 18.8, 19, 19.5, that type of contract four years from now, it's going to be cheap. It's going to be a bunch of receivers in the 20s. So if they can get a deal like that done, yeah. But I don't think they should franchise that. I just feel like it would probably be the best just to set the floor from what they've seen and then give them that deal. But, you know, we're going to see how it ends. I mean, six days left. But, you know, who else do we got on, yeah. on tag watch? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Justin Simmons. One of, one of my favorite safeties. It's crazy because even though people talk about him, I, he hasn't really, he didn't get as much recognition until this year. Like, he's been good since he's been in the league. It's funny. The same, it's the same thing with him and Jesse Bates. Both just star safeties that for some reason there's a backbone of the defenses. Great center fielders. I don't I don't understand where like they should have been getting this recognition, but Justin Simmons, man, it's, didn't he get tagged last year? Mm. I believe so. And I'm he's like, still yeah, only that's, that's not old at all. So it's just basically entering his prime. Yeah, man, I don't even know what the, how much the tag would be for him since they this would be the second time. So you're already looking at like what? I w- uh the tag for safety. But since he got tagged last year, wouldn't it only be higher? I might say he's a different case yes, because this would right. be his second year getting tagged, so he'd probably be around maybe that, uh, what, probably that maybe like $15, 16000000 million range because the highest paid safety now is what? Isn't it still landing? Or did somebody already pass that? I think it is. Right. And how much was that? High. Because depending on how much Landis' contract was, I would say Landon and Tyron Matthews. Because honestly, I think. Go ahead. It says currently the highest paid. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I forgot he got paid uh, last year. All right. So, Buddha, his average is 14.75. Eddie Jackson is behind him. Then it's Kevin Byer. Landon, he's the fifth oh. highest paid safety. Yeah, that means his tag will probably, instead of that 15, 16, it'll probably, it would be around there then. But, I mean, if I had to be real, I mean, whether he's worth the money or not, definitely he, he's played like he's he's definitely played like a oh, top yeah, five safety. Sure. You should pay him as such and pay him as probably the highest. I think that's a no brainer. Yeah, 
I would definitely pay him more than especially when we haven't heard much noise about Eddie Jackson. Cat Eddie Jackson, Kevin Byard. Honestly, Tyron Matthew, he's he's in the fourteen mil. He honestly deserves I'd say Tyron Matthew deserves fifteen. Yeah. I agree. And then, so, Landon Collins, Matthew, Byard, Eddie Jackson, and Buda Baker are the only ones who have 14-plus mil. After them, it drops off basically three mils to Devin McCourty with 11 and a half, and then Justin Simmons is behind him. Yeah, they should. I would say, I wouldn't doubt it. So that means Simmons will probably be asking, which is rightfully deserved. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it if the Broncos do tag him because I don't think there's no way in hell they get a long term deal done. But it just depends on how they view the safety position and how important of a piece he is to them. And then also considering like this free agent class, it's literally stacked. With safeties, like there's just safeties everywhere that you can choose from to pick. So it just depends on how they value him with the rest of the class. Yeah, there's a lot of safeties. I really wish we were stuck with Landis' contract. Oh my goodness! I mean, you literally got Simmons, John Johnson, Anthony Harris. Marcus May, it's it's plenty to choose from. Plenty of options. Oh, Marcus, Marcus is definitely my too. favorite out of the bunch. Honestly, I don't think the Saints are going to They're trying. <laughs> they say he's a top priority. And, I mean, they could use a tag on him, but they, I mean, they're still way, like, negative cap, like, they just need, they haven't even gotten the zero. Is it Marshawn Lattimore? He's not stated to, to be a free agent, agent but he's on the chopping block, potentially. But that's a different story. <laughs> but Justin Simmons, he, he needs to be paid. And I, I also feel the same way in when it comes to New York situation with Marcus May, because even though as bad as the Jets have been, Marcus May is a stand. He's a he's a star safety. I I think he's really good. But, and I think they'll tag yeah. him because there's they're not even close on a long term deal, and he's definitely a piece that you should you should keep, especially with you have a defensive head coach there now. And, I mean, you're going to want to keep those great defensive players. I mean, you're not going to want to lose them. I think it's just the way that the league looks at certain positions it really messes, like, these whole speculations and everything up because teams view positions so entirely differently. Like, some teams look at safeties as a necessity and others look at it as, you know, like, well, they can be replaced. And granted, that's different with every team, but but that's 
I think Justin Simmons is too mm-hmm. important to that defense for them to let him go. And I mean, it's not like they won't have the funds to like come up. I mean, they're probably not even bringing back Vaughn Miller. So, you know, that's like a lot of money that just got freed up that you don't have to try and re-sign. So, okay. Simmons tag, Marcus May tag. I think both, especially with Marcus May, since the tag is it's not that much for him since this would be his first. Just the, yeah, and then all the, Jets, the funds <laughs> they have bring out the second most, they, them, yeah, man. second most cash space. <laughs> yeah, they have. Oh, this is I, that's crazy. I literally just forgot. I saw that tweet. Um, the N- NFL update. Remember, he had showed the screenshot of Marcus May's agent saying how they're creating cap space and doing all this, like, they have, like, all these draft picks and all these cap space, but the agent tweeted saying they're doing all this, but they're not taking care of their safety. And it's like, how could you not try to get a deal done with Marcus May? Yeah, that is true. So, I feel like it'd be a mistake if they at least didn't try to tag. Like you have, yeah. I, I mean, I just feel like it's a no-brainer. Tag him now, and it's not even, it's not even a hefty tag like it usually is in most recent years, where it's like, oof, like, are we sure we want to do this? Because this is, this is the base, like. They won't ask for nothing less than this now. We can't offer nothing less. But I feel like this year it's a little bit where teams can kind of like throw out that tag and even transition tag and they can make something work with it. Okay. So next up in line. Brandon Sheriff. I don't really see a purpose in the tag. I think they get a long term deal done. I think I think Brandon Sheriff wants to stay in Washington. Anyway, yeah, I mean For and sure. it would just I won't say it'd be pointless to do a tag, but it would be pointless because they're gonna work on a deal. They've already talked about it. He's not going anywhere. I mean, obviously he's someone for other teams to look out for in free agency, but I think the likelihood of him leaving Washington would like it would have to be something really bad to happen. Okay. So he's probably going to get around fifteen to sixteen. Yeah. Would you pay him that? It, I do anything for my offensive lineman. I, <laughs> I years of seeing other teams struggle without it. Come on, it's there's just no, way. and I mean even though Brandon Sheriff, you know, he get he be getting injured sometimes a lot, and it be kind of it be a little irritating, but at the end of the day, he's still a he's a top five guard. I'd rather give him the money he wants, 
and deal with whatever injuries that made it come. Because when I know he's healthy, that ball is moving down the field. My quarterback is getting protected. That's all I care about. Like you, I mean, offensive linemen are so important. You you gotta pay them when you gotta pay them. You can't let them leave. You just can't. And and he fits exactly what Ron Rivera is trying to trying to do in Washington. It's like yeah, fifteen mil, sixteen mil. That's highest paid guard money, but. Honestly, oh, just wait until Quentin Nelson <laughs> breaks the bank. He's gonna make I, sure he's gonna make I sure his like contracts look like a steal. Paid. He's gonna be the first guard to make twenty million. I can already. That's a guarantee. I would not be surprised at all. The franchise tag, the franchise tag for guards is already probably about to be fifteen, sixteen. Million. Clinton Nelson, what year did he I do believe that? it was 17, 18. 18, okay. 18, 19. 20. Yep. And he was the first round pick, right? It, it's either it's either 18 and 19. Okay. I'm not quite sure. So you got Okay, yeah, he was drafted in twenty eighteen. He was he was twenty eighteen. So you got eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Which means they probably they've already picked up the fifth year option. I can already we can already assume that. (laughs) So then fifth year option. And then yeah, by time by the time he gets his new deal, Sheriff's deal will look like a steal because Nelson won't even get his deal done for about another two years. You sign Sheriff to a long-term deal now, yeah, he'll probably be the highest-paid guard for about a year, two years max, but you sign him to a four- or five-year deal, by the time we're in year three of the deal, it probably won't even be a top five contract anymore in return to the guards. And you still have one of your best players locked up instead of losing him to the franchise tag because you had to pay him 18 mil, and you already know you're not going to pay him more than that after that. Yeah, so... Next year. They don't even have to worry about the tag, just Get the deal done. <laughs> that's all. You, that's all you can say. You think Shaq Bear is going to get hmm. inside? I mean, consider. Can you give out multiple tags as a team? Can't you only give out one? You can mm. give them out twice. Hmm. I guess it's interesting. I... Hmm. I'm actually not sure. 
Theoretically, you could give him out three when, times, three years in a row. But no team has done it. Oh, no, no, no. They would be what I meant by like, can you give out more than one tag? I meant like, have two players. Oh, oh I think the I, only way you should differentiate nah, would be think, franchise no, can, transition. No. I think that's the only thing you can do, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, my bad. Misinterpreted your question. Yeah, I don't think you could. So, I don't think you could give out multiple yeah. tags at once. You know, going back to what I said earlier, I feel like if it's a lock that Godwin gets a tag, I feel like. Mm. <laughs> Okay, hold on. So, between Godwin, Barrett, and Levante David, who do you think is their highest priority when it comes to the tag? Godwin over Shaq and and David. No. Like, looking at what the defense just did in the playoffs, I mean, Godwin's a good piece to that team. But... You still got Mike Evans there. I mean, you got you got Scotty there. Granted, if Godwin, you know, Godwin leaves, you already know AB's probably leaving too. Maybe. I know he's. Yeah, AB. Right, but you he never was know a one year deal, back. so he so, stayed to be. You know, I just keep that up in the air. But just from looking at it, I mean. I, I would probably you have to prioritize that defense, especially Eric. I mean, he I mean he's really good. I mean, he is a difference maker and I think he's proved that enough. I don't think they're gonna tag Yeah, him. I, I think, think so. I mean I I mean all the players wanna stay there. So I feel like yeah. Okay. I was so, for like you know since all the players really ahead, love it in ahead. Tampa Bay and they want to bring that group back, I feel like it's a lot easier to not have to rely heavily because their first option will be you. Not even thinking about money elsewhere, like being higher or that possibility. I just feel like Godwin probably gets a tag because. I don't know. I just feel like it's a it's a little bit easier for them other guys to get long term deals done, you know. Since they've been in the league a little bit longer, it's like you know, you take care of the really high veteran veterans first, you know, if that makes sense. Cause Godwin can wait. I mean, he's only gonna be about like what, twenty five? 26, you know, the usual NFL age around, like, hitting that free agency time. While, like, you know, you got Levante David, about 32. I think Shaq Barrett is, like, in his late 20s, I believe. So, I feel like those guys definitely get their long-term deals done first, and then they'll probably put Godwin on the tag. Just make him wait one more year. (laughs) If anything. I hope Levante David doesn't resign. Well, not doesn't, <laughs> but like they're just not able to resign him. Cause I would, I would, I would, 
I would love Levante David in Washington. That'd yeah, I mean, need that linebacker play. Definitely. But out of all, I think that about cover for, like, you know, potential tags. Because everywhere else is either long-term or bust. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the list. I'm looking at the list. Yeah, I'm everyone else is pretty much tags. long-term or bust. Maybe may, <laughs> maybe Corey Davis. I think they let him test the market. I could see. I could. I could. See, I. I With what money? I could see John Johnson getting tagged. Hey, yeah, what money? <laughs> You're right. Even though they would need him, and I know they want him back. You're right. You're right. I think. I think he's gone. I think that's it. Sadly. Yeah, it's no more. It's honestly Minnesota. Maybe you want to tag Anthony Harris, but they probably let me see. No way. Is oh man, I don't think they do it again. And then that's the problem with most teams. They can't can't even afford to do a tag. Like, and these and this in these six days, these teams are trying to hustle just to even get. To like where the cap is supposed to be, just even being neutral. Like a lot of teams are negative right now. And so really it's just long term or bust for most teams. It's like, well, if we can't get you, then well, you know, we pretty much <laughs> Sayonara. There's nothing that these teams could do. There's nothing uh, these organizations, I mean, they can only try but so hard. But business is business. You're just going to have to replace it. That's all you can say. It's hard, but teams get it done. This draft, this this draft, this is probably, it's crazy how this is about to be the most hit or miss draft. But it's also the most important draft for a lot of teams and GMs. Yeah. Because they're not going to be able to keep a good amount of their players. This is about to I be wanna a crazy see, offseason. I'm, just, I'm ready. I want to see the most. I want to see people who I never thought of getting traded, get traded. I want to see people go to teams I would have never considered. I just want to see madness. That's all I'm really trying to see. Yeah. Like. Yeah, honestly. Like, we every offseason – Feels crazy, but the way this offseason, like this, just sound this feels like it's gonna be just one of those offseasons where it's like, whoa, like, because it's like so much movement has to happen, because yeah. of all because of the decline of the cap, and a lot of teams just not having cap space, and just a lot of bad contracts. And a lot of teams are needed quarterbacks, and a lot of quarterbacks available. It's it's about well, to be a very crazy offseason for sure. A lot of movement, and hey, look, a lot I of just, headlines. 
I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I am scared to just wake up and I see Russell Wilson in a Bears jersey. I might throw up. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> bro. I I ch- I check I check my phone every morning when I wake up to see if if there was any crazy notification that happened while I was asleep. Like. It, it's it's so nerve wracking because you really don't know what's gonna happen. You wake up, all of a sudden, Sam Darnold's traded to the Bears. Is anything, anything is anything is possible, but that's the beauty of the NFL. So, I think that I think that wraps up this episode on Tag Watch. You know. Yeah. Appreciate y'all for listening. Make sure y'all stay tuned for future episodes. His free agency coming up. Definitely got that one in the wood in the woodworks coming. And yeah. Stay safe. Wash your hands. And enjoy March. Spring's coming up soon. That means the NFL offseason. Get ready. That too. But yes, stay safe. Hope you all All enjoyed this podcast. And we'll see you next time.